Hi, this is Wes, and this is the first episode of my podcast, Wes and Friends. <laughs> this week's friend is my friend Gary. Hello. <laughs> um, Gary does have a full name, but I cannot pronounce it, so I'm going to... That's friendship for you. So I'm going to let him say his own name. Uh, yeah, my name is Gary Andrew Dukivik. <clears throat> it's, it's a very good name. Thank you. Um, anyway, the whole reason of this podcast is because I think my friends are awesome. And I want to uh, show the world their awesomeness. Yeah. So I'm going to be sort of, you know, having a chat with Gary. Um, just, you know, finding out stuff about him, what makes him tick, why is he so awesome. Well, well I mean, how do I answer that? Is that, is that the only question you're asking? Or? <laughs> um, <laughs> it may be one of the questions, but, you know, there's going to be quite a few. Oh, right. Wow. I'm not prepared so, for that. Because it's a very big question. Yeah, anyway. I think as a, a thing every week, I'm going to start off, well, start off or whenever, um, with an icebreaker question, just a random question that I've thought of myself and uh, will tell to you, Gary. So okay. here is your uh, icebreaker question. Um, <laughs> would you rather drown in semen or drink period blood till your stomach explodes? Uh, well, that's quite a tough choice. <laughs> Um, oh, but obviously, since um, you think drowning semen will be more imminent, I was sort of thinking it'd be guys sort of round jizzing until you drown. Right, thanks. Thanks for that. Uh, <laughs> okay, um, that, that is such a where's question, by the way. <laughs> right. it's, it's one of the things that I really like about you. Kind of like when you asked um, if we were to have sex with a mermaid, would we prefer that her bottom half was <laughs> fish-esque or the top half? And you were saying the top half would be better. <laughs> Like making love to like some oh god, it's just strange. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Anyway, to you... answer your question, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, neither is likely. Yeah, no, but so, you have I mean, to do that's one. That's why it's, I'm having to use my imagination here. And like, it's, you, it, it's not like you're willingly drinking the blood at your own wet rare. It's just it's getting forced down you essentially. Both would result in death. Yeah, it's just it's just the you someone's like feeding you it until you know you. I don't know if it can make your stomach explode, but till you die. I don't know how long that will take. But if I'm, well, I mean, what kind of situation am I in here? Am I just laying down? It's sort of, think of it as sort of like a like. Well, think of it as just sort of like a, a saw trap, kind of. Uh, okay. <laughs> like like with the with the men one, you you sort of chained in like a tub, like a massive vat down at the bottom while there's like all these guys at the top. There's obviously like loads of them because they're going to need to like take turns and everything. But... So, I, I and you're think... sort of staring up at them. <laughs> well, to give you, you know, a nice succinct answer, I think I'd go for the uh, drowning in semen option. Yeah. Yes, I, I think that would be a quicker death and nope. possibly more noble. <laughs> well... Uh... Is it is it really more noble? Uh, well, maybe if if I was wearing a suit. <laughs> um, well, you, you know, you, well, you, you do understand how long it'll take, though. Cause... Well, because you're saying if I'm chained up, right? What I'm thinking is, yeah, that I'm chained up by my legs and feet. Yeah. And I can still kind of maneuver my head to like just you know have the inevitable happen quicker. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Where's with the uh, drinking, you know, uh, I, that was kind of, um, I think that would be more suffering. 
Whereas if I was chained up, I'd just be like, oh, come on, get it over with. Oh, yeah, and I guess you and could... Then it would be like a few minutes of, you know, kind of horrid, uh, whatever it would be, pain, suffering. And then, uh, but the other one would be kind of a constant suffering until death, so. Yeah, and because you'd obviously vomit as well, so. Yes, I imagine I, I, imagine I would. Yes, <laughs> that's the uh, the icebreaker question. Well, I, I feel much more at ease now, thank you. Yeah, let's see, the people sort of under- can understand your character now. <laughs> yes, that, that's the question that I am now going to ask anyone new that I meet. Yeah, it, it, it'll probably work. Like, hey, oh, um, before we start talking, <laughs> would you rather drown in semen or drink period blood until your stomach explodes? Get away from me. One one question I've always been curious is uh, about, did you ever have any nicknames as a child? Uh, oh, it's... Not particularly. I mean, people called me <laughs> Gaz, which is like, you know, the typical English, uh, like, you know, shortening of Gary, <laughs> which was, uh, you know, it was all right. It's quite, it's quite, it's quite the anecdote there. Um, I'm not that. No, it was yeah. Um, so no, like G man, big G, G dog. Okay, okay, first of all, right. I barely break five foot eight. Why would people call me Big G? It could be ironic. No, it wouldn't be, because I'm an average height. Ah, <laughs> uh, so it'd work if you were tiny? Yes. <laughs> oh, if you were really big, obviously. Yeah, then the irony wouldn't be there anymore, but yes, it would work no. if I was exceptionally Cause, tall. Uh... <laughs> Cause, but because you're average height, I mean, has that affected you, being average height? Um, <laughs> well, uh, it gets me by. Uh, I've never really thought, wow, I'd like to be taller, or yeah. or wouldn't it be cool if I were shorter? I mean, I'm quite happy with uh, my average height. Yeah, well, I, I've always, I, uh, my height is uh, yeah. quite a reason for concern. Why is that? I pro- well, I've probably discussed this with you, but I don't know, just, I feel like I could never really have an important job because I'm so small. Um... No, I wouldn't say that. I mean, I I, I think when you go to an interview, I, I don't think that there's a box that they, they take when it comes to height. <laughs> I think they just kind of say, is this guy good enough for the job? Yeah, but... Because they're I not going to have... sit there and say like, wow, this guy has so many credentials. He's um, absolutely perfect for the job, but he's not quite five foot ten. So uh, unfortunately, we'll have to give it to the homeless man. <laughs> uh, I see your point, but we have... I've, we've just got a new manager at work, and um, he's like pretty tall. And I always think, uh, and and he he looks, you know, like a proper human being, like you think a manager would look like. And I just feel I don't have the manager look. Well, I think so. uh, you do look like a proper human being. I've um, I've got no doubts about that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I kind of see what you mean in that you think that managers should look more imposing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's re- he's not an imposing guy. He's like he's the nicest guy in the world. So I don't know. Oh, so you think that you should be tall and rule with an iron fist if you want to be a manager? Or... Uh, well, well, actually, we do have quite a small manager. She's smaller than me, so I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. I think my whole point is void. <laughs> but you know, you can see what I, what I mean. Uh, yeah. I, well, I, I kind of originally did, and then you've just kind of. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I mean, would you take orders from me? Um, I, I, I suppose I probably would if you could do it without laughing. Oh. <laughs> um, anyway, I've told it about me. I, sh- I shouldn't be doing it right. Um, anyway, um, yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah, for my first question, well, uh, well, my first question was a nickname question, but we, you know how that went. Um, <laughs> my first oh, question is, was it okay? Um, I think, well, I think it went Isn't pretty well. Yeah. No, no, yeah, that was a good nickname. Good. It's just I, people it's used to call me that dick. <laughs> it wasn't so much oh, that... as an insult, but yeah, and I'm just reopening old wounds here. Yeah, you are. I'm actually yeah. Uh, getting quite emotional. To kill myself. Uh, <laughs> um, anyway, the, the I like your mad disappointment um... that that was. Oh. <laughs> I'm saying I, I oh, quite like the mild this... disappointment of that. Like, oh, no, you're not really going to kill yourself, are you? That be... <laughs> well, you're not going to, are you, though? <laughs> no. Of all the people I know, I think you're the... Well, that, yeah, I'd say you're the last, least likely to kill yourself. Uh, actually, that brings me on to my next point. At uh, school, I did actually receive an, an award for being uh, the least likely to kill myself. Really? No. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Um, did you, oh, did you ever... Why would there be an award? Saying the person is least likely to kill themselves after the Well, because you get jerky awards, don't you? Well, I guess. What kind of authorities handing out those? <laughs> yeah, no, but like, lol I mean, awards. Uh, yeah, but uh, when I went, <laughs> yeah, when we went to this uh, this little camp thing, low mill, not camp thing. It was like, um, uh, like a centre where we stayed. It was like a trip we stayed for like a week, and at the end of it, they handed out certificates. I got illest person award. Right. Don't you think that's well, a bit? Yeah, I guess so, but I mean, that's more like kind of a trip though, isn't it? It's not about like spending five years at school and then coming out with like illest person. I mean, that would, that would be a bit different, wouldn't it? When like your friends are getting like, you know, best attender and best pupil and outstanding achievement in like the field of physics and you're getting like twat award or something. No, I swear, at the end of, yeah, we had some jokey awards at the end of school as well, like uh, best couple. Oh, this, it was amazing. The... Uh, Best couple got the award, but by then they'd actually uh, broken See, up. See, that, that's uh, the curse of the of the award, you know. Yeah. It was yeah. <laughs> pretty funny. But, um, uh, yeah, and someone got, like, Skyver Award, and they weren't even there to pick it up. They got what, so. sorry? Uh, like, Biggest Skyver. Oh, Biggest Skyver. And they weren't there to pick it up. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was ironic. Where the teacher's like, oh, that's Skyver. Yeah. He truly deserves this award. <laughs> well, um, I think... He'd actually like properly dropped out of school. I just, <laughs> I just think, I just think they said it just for the lols on behalf of the students because we all knew who he we well, was. Well, I think you're like, paraphrasing there. I can't imagine that they said it's for the lols. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, we we all sort of had a good chuckle about it because he was never in, and he got. I mean, he must have dropped out at like year nine. But I, no, I, I still... think that's really. I mean, that's good. I mean, it, you know, it's, it's nice to just laugh at other people's failure. And no, and I, he, I don't know. He was, he was kind of like. Um, he looked like a circus child, like you know, sort of children you'd get to be working on um, um fairgrounds. Oh, right, yeah. They'd they'd nick your change for the arcade and stuff. Well, like, let's not you know perpetuate stereotype there. Uh, well, no, but like if if I had to describe him, so you probably see so you probably got an image in your head. Well, not really, because now I'm just kind of wondering why would they steal change right, <laughs> just to like stay within the confines of the circus and play in the arcade. No, I mean, like, he worked, it, like, his kid, his parents forced him to work. Well, yeah, so oh. if he got changed, wouldn't he be off? Wouldn't he be like, I'm getting the bus out? <laughs> he wouldn't be like, oh, I'm, no, I'm going to go to the arcade home, and, you know. 
play Road Rash or something. <laughs> no, he's not, not going to leave home, is he? What, his home, his home is the circus? No, it's the fair. Do you know the fun fairs? And the, you get them down at your local park or whatever. Yeah. Um, Like like them sort of... And we, we played football with a group of them once and they started like sexually harassing us on the field. Whoa, whoa hang on, what? <laughs> Honestly, like, I'm just... <laughs> sorry. No, right, um, they kept to tackle us. They'd grab us in the balls. In the balls? Man, that sounds... Yeah. Uh... Grab our balls and then like rub up against us. <laughs> And then I'm not making this up. And it was, I it really was wish the, you were. <laughs> it was the weirdest game of football I've uh, ever have, had in my life. Yes. You can well. see why I don't play football now. <laughs> it's too traumatic. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and then, um, and then they were like, they were actually making fun of us for going to school because they're like, oh, guys, we're gonna go in because we're off to school. And like, oh, you're off to school, are you? We don't go to school. Yeah, we don't go to school. We just rub our cock up against strangers. <laughs> Hello, good luck to you. <laughs> but anyway, um, I got a bit off topic then. He did look like one of them and he was a bit of a sky <laughs> Yeah, I think... yeah, we, we kind of, uh, <laughs> to illustrate your point about how someone looked as though they were a circus worker, you, you an anecdote about someone <laughs> rubbing their balls against you. <laughs> Fair play, Wesley, it's your show. <laughs> Uh, circus was circus is the wrong word. I meant fun fair, whatever. <laughs> what do you call them? The ones that used to go in the fields and they used to put up, like yeah, dodgers. Yeah, yeah, you mean the fun fair, yeah. I, I was, we I had... was getting mixed up as well. Yeah, I know what you mean when you said circus. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, because we uh, we also have another sort of fair, and it's it's rubbish. Like uh, they put up this tent and you throw. Well, it's not just a sole thing, but you throw like balls at plates and a smash, and then there's always some. Uh, some like karate things going on and everything, and like the the policemen are there. Yeah. What are they called? Policemen. Are they fair? I don't know. All oh. oh, right. I, uh, I I don't know. I mean, I guess. How do you define fair? I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> no, but I mean, I, I'm only trying to remember what it is because I remember as a kid I was like, oh, the fair's coming in, thinking it was the waltzer one, yeah. and I'd get there and there'd be people throwing balls at plates and karate demonstrations going on and like. Uh, What's the thing where you put the pole up and you dance around it? Um, not a pole dancing. The one, the one that's really English and like people go. What's it called? Anyway, that whatever it is. Do you know what I mean? Uh, we, well, you didn't really explain it, so. <laughs> you put up a pole and then there's like, um, there's strands of like material and you grab one end and you. Sort oh of like, right, and yes, like, yeah. I, I well, I've no idea what. It's called, but yeah, I know what you're it's referring to. It's like Maypole dancing, isn't it? Um, maybe. Some... Morris dancing, that's it, Morris dancing. Oh, yeah, there was always right. Mo- well, they, what, yeah. they don't dance around poles. Well, what's Morris dancing? Morris dancing is like um, that traditionally like Irish dance where they, 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 they kind of like have like batons and, and stuff. They don't dance around Oh, poles. there was Morris dancing as well. And then there was that sort of dancing, Maypole dancing. Um, yeah, so I was always really disappointed when I went to them because they were rubbish. Maybe like a bouncy castle was like the funniest thing there. Uh, bouncy castles are all right, but um, yeah, when I was younger, my mum like uh, she she wouldn't uh, let me go on bouncy castles <laughs> if, if I wasn't wearing like uh, my good socks. Oh, right. why? Well, like we'd go to a garden centre, and uh, yeah. you know it'd be boring because I'm not really that into plants. Yeah. Not when I was nine, anyway. And yeah. uh, there'd be a bouncy castle, and I'd be like, oh wow, yeah, I want to go on that. And uh, my mum would be like, well, you're not wearing your good socks. 
Oh, so like, oh, so if you, so oh. if you, like, you look at that, yeah, his socks aren't good. And then, like, <laughs> then the yeah. mum would have to hang her head. And your mum was actually that water. Your mum was actually that 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 concerned. Yeah. So you always make sure you had the good socks on then. Well, I, the thing is, a lot of the time, uh, I mean, if I knew that I was going to be getting onto a bouncy castle that day, then yeah. maybe yes. But. Uh, I mean, back in the day, bouncy castles used to just spring up out of nowhere. If <laughs> you didn't have good socks on, that is true, actually. But bouncy castles, right? They used to be like in fashion, didn't they? I mean, you used to go to a, a kids' party and there'd just be a bouncy castle. You're like, yeah, yeah. That's but true. I mean, it must have been horrible for you then. Like, if you'd if you'd encounter a random bouncy castle, I know. Yeah, it's every right child's on. dream. But when I say bouncy castle right nowadays, I'm not thinking, wow, that, that looks like fun. I'm thinking, am I wearing good socks? Which and is a horrible thing to do to a child. How would you say it's affected you overall? I'd say it's wrecked my life. Oh. I think that's, it's fair to make that assumption. Yeah, be hard on any child, really. Yes. Yeah, well, just move on. It's getting a bit depressing, really. Yeah. Um. Anyway, um, I'd say this is going to be a nice little compliment for you, but I'd say you're, out of all my friends, a lot of them are pretty smart, but I'd say you're the most intelligent, maybe. Would you agree? <laughs> um, I, I, I don't, don't know. know. Maybe. It depends how you measure intelligence, really. I'm, there, uh, there are lots of stuff that I'm not good at. Like, uh, I suppose I could talk to you about academic kind of things and I could uh, <clears throat> bore you with that, but yeah. I couldn't find my way around a city that I've lived in for like 20 years so and oh, I yeah, like I IKEA furniture is about <laughs> the extent of my DIY skills I couldn't like uh, you know build. yeah but that's not intelligence well, it kind of is intelligence in a way I mean it's um I mean it's like a practical intelligence that I don't have well see I don't have either so you know but you know if you wanted to be shown how to make a large cook and a large popcorn then I would actually you know Anyway, as a person, I find uh, that not only intelligent, but you have a massive appreciation of beauty. How do you think that came about? Um, I, I don't know. I think an appreciation of beauty is kind of innate in everyone, really. I think people just find different things beautiful. Really? Well, yeah. I mean, uh, a lot of people can say something, and obviously they say, oh, I think that's beautiful, and someone else will be like, well, no, it's a pile of tosh, and no, but... vice versa, so... Yeah, but you get those uh, people that are just totally clueless, have no intelligence whatsoever. Yeah, but in, well, you're trying to link intelligence and perceptions of beauty, which isn't really this like I, I, you can't really make that link. People just like what it is they like when they look at it, you know. Yeah, but I, I don't mean to be stereotypical or anything, but like a mindless chap, what what's their appreciation of their beauty? Well, they might look at a um, bottle of white lightning. And they may think that is beautiful. They may yeah. look at the uh, the way the 39p sticker kind of covers the T in white, and they'd be like, "That's that's majestic." Yeah, chavs. They might they might find tits beautiful, but it's not. But then that goes. Down, I guess that goes down to the definition of what true beauty is, because what I mean, who's to say that tits aren't beautiful? Well, who would who would say that? Well, I I mean, I personally. No one. No, but as I mean, as a guy, I, I'll look at some tits and be like, "Ah, oh, they're they're all right." But I mean, oh, they look nice, or you know, yeah. I want to touch them. But I'm not necessarily, <laughs> I'm not necessarily going to be. Um, 
yeah, not, no, I can't, I, well, I kind of get what you're saying. But I'm I not mean, gonna hang him up on my wall and be like, mm. <laughs> I mean, you're kind of like alluding to the female form being kind of beautiful there, and, and obviously throughout history, I mean, the female form is beautiful, but when you get down to the specifics, I mean, the downstairs area. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll work on it further into there, but you know. What What are you saying? That's not beautiful. Well, I I don't mind the look of it. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but it's I mean it's not the most aesthetically pleasing thing, is it? Neither is the the penis really. So, well, uh, but as as a whole, I mean, you get some really beautiful women. I yeah, would have but, a... but yeah, you get some really really nice looking women, but they have horrible vaginas. <laughs> Yeah, I think, I think that's actually the point I'm trying to make. Is no. it? Well, great. No, no, it's not. I mean, I mean, yeah, I think everything of a female form has to work together, essentially. Because, I mean, what if there was, like, some, you know, tits just on a table? You'd be like, oh. Uh, well, I, I don't know. I, I disagree. I mean, I, I could imagine, like, a sculpture of breasts being quite, you know, beautiful in its own way. Ah, so it could be the way it's presented. Uh, yeah, I mean, oh, I suppose is that what you're trying so. to say? Well, yes, I mean, if you, like, just amputated someone's breasts and put them onto a table, I wouldn't be like, oh, that's beautiful. But then again, like, maybe some sick people wouldn't think that's beautiful, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you can define uh, the beauty, you know, <laughs> what is beautiful. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, it's uh, different opinions, really. Yeah, but, well, I don't know, I, I guess, I mean, you have a maybe a typical appreciation of beauty. Not a typical, but, like, a sort of artistic appreciation of uh, beauty, if you know what I mean. Because, obviously, we have a friend, Dan, um, he just thinks poetry is absolute bollocks. Oh, right, okay. You yeah. know what I mean? But you, well, you, you yeah, appreciate so you, Oh, right, so you mean, like... Well, am I taking you completely off topic here? You mean, like, kind of art and poetry and stuff? Yeah, I mean... I mean I, I don't know, yeah, I guess uh, I just phrased it wrongly, but I don't know, I'd say people who are into art and all, and poetry, and, you know, they do have a a good appreciation of what, I don't know, we define as proper, like, conventional beauty. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, mean I, I suppose so. You have an artistic view of the world, like, <laughs> with your photography and everything, don't you? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I've kind of... Um... When I was young, I, I always wanted to kind of draw and be able to create stuff like that. But uh, I mean, I, I can't draw to save my life. I mean, it is truly hideous. Uh, so I, I think that's kind of why I got into photography. Ah, uh, so instead of actually producing it, you'd just rather, you know, like appreciate it, take pictures of it? You know, well, look at it yeah. instead of creating it? Well, kind of. But I mean, photography is like a a creation in itself because it's like a perspective you know and obviously different photographers choose to uh shoot from different perspectives and different styles i mean it's kind of um it's still creation in its own way i think ah that is true um i mean a lot of people seem to be into photography um what what got you into it oh well i kind of just told you (laughs) Oh, we'll cut that bit out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, keep it in, it's good. Um, it adds to the Wes charm. Anyway, I, um, like a twat? I mean, I'm just wondering. 
Nah, I don't want to sound like a dickhead. I'm well self-conscious. I'm like, nah, I'm pretty. My voice is hideous. So I don't... I, I, well, it's not so much the voice, kind of what I'm saying. I mean, I, I know that it's only really going to be like me, you, and uh, maybe your mum that listens to this. But yeah, yeah. yeah so I, I won't worry about how you come across. Yeah, with with um so many photographers, so many people wanting to do photography. Would you say you stand out as a photographer yourself? Or... No. Nah. Do you not? Well, no, I'm not particularly great at photography. I didn't really pursue it. I mean, uh, I think I have a decent eye for what looks good. And um, I think if, if I was to uh, continue studying photography, I could have maybe been a bit better. But uh certainly wouldn't say I was anywhere near the top of my field or anything like that. All right. Have you ever thought about um, maybe trying to sell some of your photos? Have you done that in the past? or? Uh, no, I mean... Obviously, I've had like people kind of admire some of my photography and want copies of my photographs, but I've never, you know, charged them for it or anything like that. So oh. it's not. I'm not really good enough to be able to sell my photos, really. Well, no, you get. I mean, here's a good example. I was at my friend's house yesterday, and his mum on his wall. He had, she had like put up these like <clears throat> four pictures of like different cloud patterns that had just been made into like a, a frame. And okay. that was signed by the photographer, so obviously it was treated as a piece of art. So she obviously bought that. I mean, you could do better than bloody clouds. Yeah, I, I suppose I could. But I mean, it's kind of that, uh, you know, old Columbus story, really, isn't it? <laughs> I'm not familiar with it. Well, um, you know, when Columbus found America. Oh, yeah. And uh, he came he came back and... Uh, people were saying well you know it's not really that good of an achievement someone else would have found it if you hadn't <clears throat> and then Columbus said okay right. is, I don't really know the story that well but he said, okay, right. take this egg yeah. and try and stand it upright <laughs> so the man took the egg and he attempted to stand it upright and obviously you know, it wouldn't yeah. and uh, he tried like putting stuff around it and just wasn't really working he like passed it around the table and many other people tried but they couldn't do it and right. eventually the egg came back to Columbus who smashed it on the table like the bottom yeah. to make it you know flat and then stood it up right. and the point that he was making was it's very easy to do something once you've seen someone else do it so I think uh, in regards to photography and art people will say oh well that's crap you know I could have done that but the point is they didn't and it's very easy to say I could have done that when it's already been done, if you know what I mean. Ah, where did you get the egg from? Uh, I think they were having a banquet or something, so ah. an egg was on hand. He didn't. He didn't carry an egg with him specifically for that purpose. Oh, right. Well, I, I can't confirm that. <laughs> well, he might have done because he might have got sick of people saying the same thing, so he might have just started to carry around eggs after a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so they invite this knobhead to the banquet, and he just sort of slagged him off. No, they, they they were kind of, uh, I think they were all kind of a little dubious. Oh, man, poor Christopher Columbus. I'd, I'd just be like, right, you go and find your own bloody country, then you'd... Well, I, I, well I would uh, I would love to, uh, you know, be sharp enough to grab an egg and uh, provide that example, because I think it illustrates the point very well. But yeah. I'd oh, is that where, like, like, the yolk on your face came from, or whatever that, that phrase? Probably not. Oh. <laughs> What, where did that phrase come from? Uh, I've not a clue, to be honest. What is it? Like, the yolk's on you, isn't it? Or is that just a pun? 
You mean like jokes? you've got? Well, I think you mean you've got egg on your face. Yeah, what does that mean? Uh, well, what does it mean, or where does it come from? Yeah, what does it mean? You've got yolk on your face. Well, you got what egg on your face? Yeah, egg on your face. It just means you're embarrassed, isn't it? Yeah, basically, it just means you look a bit silly. Egg oh. on your face. Yeah, I think that's probably where it came from. Because he might have got another egg and smashed it across his... Yeah, alright then, yeah, just rewrite history. (laughs) (laughs) He he got an egg and smashed it on the guy's face and that's where it comes from. (laughs) Um, I'm happy with that. Let's go edit Wikipedia. Oh, I've got... I I, I better know where it came from. I bet some guy was, like, purring on chickens and it just laid an egg. And... he got an egg on his face, and we were like, well, why would you get the egg on his face? He was like, oh, I can't really tell you, it's a bit embarrassing. Uh, he's staring at chicken's vaginas. Well, <laughs> that's the only thing I can think of it. That's the only conceivable <laughs> yeah. solution to this problem. Yeah. Well. So I'm going to stick with that, and I bet that's how it will be remembered from now on. Well, good luck to you. <laughs> yeah. Um, as a, would you count yourself as an intellectual person, as an intellect? As a, I, I, I don't think many people would say I am an intellect. I mean, <laughs> do you just because, think I've got this idea out of my own head or something? Well, well, no. I mean, how conceited is that? It's not though people. I, I, well, it's not something I would ever say. I guess some people would, but I wouldn't really count myself as, uh, you know, intellectual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's just because it's not something you do, is it? I, I don't know. Maybe it's more of a British thing, but I don't think I'd be saying, going around saying, "Oh yeah," you know. I mean, I think I'm smarter than most the customers I serve at work, and I work in a bloody cinema. For God's sake, do you not think similar or anything? Um. Well, no, not really. I mean, uh, I, I guess maybe in an academic setting, if I'm like doing something that someone else can't, then you know, then I, I suppose you, I kind of realise it then, but uh, again, you know, I guess you just have different types of intelligence. I mean, although there are things that I can do that they probably can't, I'm sure there are plenty of things that they can do that I can't. So, you know, I, I don't really look at people in that way. I don't really say, oh, they're not as smart as I am or stuff like that, because I, I really hate that. I'm really self-conscious. That's what it is. Like, <clears throat> I really don't want to be the guy that's kind of, intelligent if you know what I mean like yeah. in college and stuff when uh, lecturers are asking questions I kind of I don't like as- answering very often alright and it was one of the things that kind of got me in uh, quite a bad situation really at my previous uh, college because they kind of just presumed that I was quite stupid <laughs> and then when I produced essays and stuff they were like oh well this must be copied because you never contribute to the class alright well because you didn't because yeah. you didn't talk much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a sociology uh, lecturer that I used to have called Terry. He teaches at South Tyneside College. Uh, just so you know, if you want to send him hate mail. Yeah, if you're listening yeah. to this, Terry, you're a twat. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> yeah, he basically, I handed in a piece of work, right, about the media and sociology. And, uh, yeah, he basically inferred that it was copied. Well, I mean, he denied it, right? But what he said was, he was reading up my piece, and um, I had said something along the lines of uh, uh, Vance Packard's uh, hypodermic syringe models, uh, you know, main points, also its main flaws, or something, you know, to that effect. Yeah. And he was like, oh, well, you know, if an examiner 
<clears throat> sorry, if the moderator was to read that, they'd they could question the authenticity of it because it, who writes like that? It doesn't sound like a student would write like that. And I was, oh, hey, well, I, I I would write like that. And uh, he was like picking out words in my essay, like um, excuse me, <clears throat> he'd say like um, oh what does uh, juxtaposing mean? And stuff like that. <laughs> so he was testing you. Yeah, basically to check that I hadn't copied it. Ah, oh, that's disgusting. I know, yeah. Ah, oh, Terry, you are a twat. He was. Yeah. He actually, right, not only did he do that, right, one time, <laughs> and this is really ridiculous, right? <clears throat> uh, my ex-girlfriend was walking through the town one day, and, uh, like, she bumped into Terry, and they kind of, like, uh, knew each other because uh, she took sociology as well. Yeah. And um, he said to her that, basically, she shouldn't be with me anymore because that I'm not good enough for her. <laughs> that was crazy. So you got your sociology teacher. I know. Is he? And he actually said that. And <laughs> like, it, like it really upset her. And like she was crying and stuff when she came in, and she was like, you know, and I was just like, wow, I can't believe. If that was now, I would have like, you know, lodged a proper complaint and stuff. But back then, I was kind of a bit different. So who does that? What teacher stops the student being like, uh, I think you're dooming your life with this person. Just I know, yeah. Leave him. <laughs> no <laughs> he idea. doesn't talk in class. What kind of person doesn't talk? Well. It kind of wasn't just about not talking in class. I mean, I should say that. I mean, it got to the point where, like, um, uh, you know, his lessons were horrible. I mean, uh, the thing is, he did have, like, kind of something in for me. I'm not entirely sure why, but he really was quite uh, nasty towards me. And so was his colleague, actually. Yeah. They, they were both kind of not that, like, nice to me. I think and, it's like, the, uh, uh, did you have blue hair back then? No, I didn't. Ah, see, it's got you into some troubles that hair, hasn't it? Well, it? I don't well, know. Yeah, I mean, kind of. I mean, there have been a few uh, incidents, shall we say, mostly yeah. on the metro line. And there, there was one time where um, I was sitting in Central Station, and there uh, these two girls came up, and uh, they were like, "Here, Mark, how to say And I was like, "Well, you already did, but go on." <laughs> and they were like, "If you're gonna have blue hair, then should you dye your eyebrows as well?" And I was like. You're suggesting that I should dye my eyebrows. <laughs> you know, well, no, nah, but it doesn't look right. <laughs> and then, right, you know, when I used to wear that Allen badge from Modern Class. Oh, yeah. They were like, oh, you got a badge on, what, you gear some it? <laughs> and I, and I, said, I said, oh, right, it depends who's asking. <laughs> and she's like, well, I am. And I'm like, and then, yes, I am very, very gay. Yeah, there was this other time, uh, quite recently, actually. How, how did you react um, to that, sorry? When you said you were very gay. Sorry? When you said you were gay, how did they react to that? I, oh, really? They were just like, just pulled a face and just walked off. Oh, right. It was in quite recently, where um, I, I, Levy and I were on the metro, heading towards Park Lane, and uh, <laughs> this man got on, and he was drunk. I mean, bear in mind, this is like, two in the afternoon yeah and uh you know i kind of well had a little shot i kind of spike it up into that kind of faux hawk yeah, yeah well he was like yeah man look at this and he just like kept on trying to grab my hair yeah like i kind of just pushed his hand away and i said yeah please don't do that and he just kept on doing it and he eventually he was just like yeah man didn't touch us <laughs> it's just really weird like you just get people like how that. how did you how did you deal with that do you just I just kind of kept on pushing his hand away and just saying, yeah, don't touch me. Oh, right. 
That's the uh, caliber of people you get in Newcastle. And uh, <laughs> obviously, you know, you get a lot of kids kind of pointing and they're like, wow, blue hair. Which is, you know, fine. I don't mind that. Although yeah. I'm, I'm never sure how to react. That's the main problem. I'm kind of like, <laughs> should I, should I like smile? Oh, should I acknowledge? Should I just ignore it? As long as you don't kick them in the face or. I will. I, I, yeah. I mean, I, I tried that, but then you know, the mother gets in the way and. Uh... You have to kick her in the face too, as well. Exactly. Though. You have to get through the mother first. Yeah. And then, God, if there's a dad, Jesus. If there's a dad, I just leave it. I'm yeah. like that coward. Yeah. yeah. No, but uh, yeah, you know, you get those kind of reactions, and. Yeah. yeah, you get a few. I mean, most of them are kind of positive. But yeah, which is... Some people who just honestly much, much live <laughs> sad lives. That they see a guy with blue hair and it's like the event of their year or something. <laughs> sort of. You, you're quite interested in academics and stuff, aren't you? You want to learn. You want to further your mind, you know? Yeah, you I do. Say? Yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, what, what's your favourite subject? Well, I, I really like uh, studying politics and philosophy and law. And I guess they're they're all kind of interchangeable in some way. So I just like social sciences. I really like stuff like that. Yeah. I've never been like into um, maths. When I was younger, I was quite oh, good geez. at maths. Yeah. But that's not really. Uh, I never really pursued it. So yeah. All right. I've done well, like lots of things really. I mean, obviously, I used to study media. <laughs> and uh, I used to like, you know, study TV production and, and all that, all that, and then I kind of changed, and I, I kind of took more of an interest in philosophy and things that you know actually mean something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry to all the uh, media studies. Well, no, I agree with you. I mean, it's um, it's a pretty pointless degree. Yeah, that's why I left. But you know, <laughs> I should oh, have yeah, learned before. Yeah, yeah, we yeah we can hate the media degree together. Yeah, so see, we do have a point. We're not, we're not being judgmental knobheads by saying, "Oh, I wouldn't dare study media." We've actually been there, and realised that it's a crock of shit. So <laughs> we can say, yeah, it's like... there, sure <laughs> do, you, do you do you know any languages? I know English pretty well. Yeah. How 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 long have you been learning English from then? Pretty much since I've been born. Yeah. Well, as you can tell, uh, I haven't studied it for that long. I can barely string a sentence together. You're doing pretty well. Yeah, I think I, I, I'm having a good day today. No, you, you, yeah, you're coming along well. With, with uh, uh, I'll occasionally just sort of. I, uh, well, I, I don't. I know. I, I don't know, know another language, but um, I have like a real admiration for people that you know, bilingual and beyond. There are yeah. quite a few people at college that you know their original language is Portuguese or you know French and. <laughs> Portuguese. Sorry, so, well, isn't that just Spanish? I wish I could do that. What, sorry? Portuguese. No. Alright. So is that actually a language in itself? Yeah. Oh. Well, of course it is. They speak Portuguese in uh, Portugal. Portugal. And um, Brazil, I think. And they speak Spanish in, you know, Spain and Argentina and the like. Uh, I, think, I thought Brazilian people speak Brazilian. They kind of do, I guess. It's um, They don't speak Portuguese uh, as the... Portuguese people speak it. That's kind of a modified version. Oh, it's just weird that I mean, how big is Portugal? I don't know. <laughs> it's like a that like country has its own language. It's just very strange. Well, yeah, but loads of countries have their own languages. Like countries in Eastern Europe, like uh, Latvia and uh, Lithuania. You know, what, there's Lithuanian. Yeah. And there's Latvian. <laughs> yes. All oh, right. How many languages are there? <laughs> 
I, I don't know, 25. I've got no idea. Well, there's like hundreds of languages. I mean, even in there, you know, in in um in Africa, uh, even like little kind of tribes have their own languages and different villages and yeah. That's that's I really didn't know that. I mean, did you honestly not know that? Like port port is it Portuguese? Did you say? Yeah. Man, I just, I don't know. I just thought those those countries just <laughs> yeah, speak but, Spanish. Uh, well, no, like. Every European country pretty much has their own language. Oh, I had Turkey. Yeah, what? Of course they have their own language. <laughs> yeah, but I, I just, again, I just assumed to speak Spanish. Is that, oh, I sound like a tad now. But, uh, <laughs> I could get away with it because I'd say I'm quite smart. You, just... Yeah, you can get away with it because you're lovable. Yeah, I'm not just like, girl. No, I love that stuff. Portugal. I love that we have these conversations. It's like uh, when you come in and you'll just say, where's Lard come from? Yeah, well, <laughs> it's uh, one of man's great questions. I, I suppose it is. Yes, to be fair, I still don't know where it's coming from. It's it's fat, isn't it? Sorry? It's it's just animal fat, isn't it, Lard? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> See, do you not actually know? Well, no, it is, but uh, obviously, you know, lard isn't really kind of one of those. I can't believe we're actually having a conversation about lard here. But yeah, it's it's not really kind of. Uh, it, it, you basically, yes, is the answer. It is. Oh, right. <laughs> I think uh, you never see lard so much these days, which I guess is a good thing. Well, you know, healthy times. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what is your favourite food? Now we're on that subject. You I'll are say quite... lard. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'd say quite a food connoisseur. You you always uh, eating crazy stuff with with Levi. I'm I'm, I, uh, I'm often octopus anything. eel. Uh, I've not had octopus. But... Oh, right. <laughs> I don't know. You always trying crazy stuff like I don't know, Robin. <laughs> no, that is not true. <laughs> don't you perpetuate lies like that? <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't eat uh, Robin. I feel bad enough most meat to be honest I certainly uh, wouldn't eat a bird although I have to say that I mean that's not really right is it because um, you know I, I should feel equally bad about eating every animal yeah really but you, you love birds though don't you yeah I do love birds actually yeah so yeah. I should uh... <laughs> uh, well, why, do, why do you love birds just like birds they just like their beaks I just like, uh, you know, small birds when they're all there with their, their beaks all wide. I just like it. Yeah. I think this is quite evil about little birds. Just because uh, they're so small. I don't know, they always just seem a bit shady. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know, it might just be me. I'm not, I'm not paranoid about small birds. It's just... <laughs> it's just so that they just stir something deep within you. Yeah, just imagine like maybe like a little bird, you know, pecking at some seed, and then it'll just turn its head quickly. <laughs> anyway, da, da, da. That's have you like. seen uh, the birds? No, I've never seen the birds. Alfred Hitchcock, you not seen it? Nah, it's is maybe, it? Have maybe you, seen... you should add that to your list. Yeah, oh yeah, I'll put that on the list. But um, what have you seen it? Uh, I've seen parts of it. Yeah, is it is it good? It is quite good, but there are so many films that I really should uh, should see. I'm not really into films, that's the problem. Yeah, well, Levy was saying she, uh, for people who don't know, Levy is Carrie's girlfriend and a close friend of mine. But um, Levy was saying that she watched a lot of black and white movies. Is that for a course? Yeah, in her um, yeah, graphic design course. Ah. She's uh, been watching like some old 20s and 30s movies. 
Ah, see, I'd love to do that. Have you have you seen Citizen Kane? No, again, that's another film that oh, I really should so watch. Good. It's been on my list for absolutely ages. But yeah. yeah, I'd love to. I think you'd really like that, but like yeah, it's, supposed, it's supposed to be like one of the best films of all time, isn't it? Yeah, and the the fact it's so old. I mean, that I think the main thing that it was quite ahead of its time to use like really advanced makeup, like they aged Orson Welles, and like, yeah. it's the first sort of time that's ever been done on film. Then I mean, I still think it looks really good today, but you'll just get people like, "Oh shit," when they watch it. Yeah, I hate when people do that. They're really cynical about that kind of stuff. Oh man, cynicism like that kind of annoys me. Like, uh, you know, you know when people are cynical about Christmas. I was talking about this before, and I really can't stand that. Why? Well, you know, because uh, when when people are like, "Oh, Christmas is just all commercial and," uh, yeah, it's... It, it's not really, is it? Because you know, you still get together with your family, and you still have like a Christmas dinner, and there are like Christmas traditions that you normally adhere to. Yeah, exactly. It's just. It's like I always say, Christmas is awesome because it's the only day, like where if you like mean to someone, you're an absolute cock. Like no matter what level of mean it is, you just you're just a dick because you know you've been mean to someone on Christmas. Yeah, exactly. Christmas <laughs> is one of those days where you shouldn't be mean to anyone. You should just be nice. You should just have a good time. Yeah, exactly. That's that's why that's why I love Christmas personally. I well, mean, yeah, uh, means that. I mean, one Christmas, my. Uh, my crazy ex-girlfriend, she was my ex-girlfriend at the time, like, I got a new mobile phone and I thought, you know, I'd text everyone in my uh, my inbox, um, yeah. you know, Merry Christmas, because this is my new number. And uh, she texted me back, what the hell did she text me back? Oh yeah, ignore me for months, will you? Don't ever talk to me again. And, uh, I just <laughs> Oh re- no, you can't do that on Christmas. Yeah, though. no. Um, so I just texted back reiterating, Merry Christmas to you too. Oh, well, good on you for... Uh... Yeah taking the high ground there yeah exactly but yeah that's just you just have to yeah you have to be nice to people and i know this is a recent thing and i'll probably do it this year but like i think it's pretty crazy like last year like when people were on facebook on christmas so you know you can't be away from facebook for one for one day yeah i suppose uh that, that is the harsh reality of social media now and that we're yeah. all horribly addicted constant constantly Updating our states about the quality of the turkey and everything. Yeah, well, I don't really do that personally. But, uh, <laughs> well, I don't. But, but... Well, this is this is my first Christmas with Twitter, so I probably will, you know, spam. <laughs> Comment on the, uh, as always. the turkey. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I mean, fair enough if you're updating from your phone, but like, say if you're on Facebook chat or something, I think that's well, that, that's or MSN what... or something. I, I think like the thing about social networking, right, and um. The internet, uh, like, you know, the fact that its popularity has kind of ballooned exponentially over the last few years, it's kind of created its own um, set of, well, or rather it hasn't set its own um, rules when it comes to etiquette and stuff. Because <laughs> I think it's kind of, um, I think it's kind of rude when people do that stuff, when they're sitting on their phone, like, at a meal and stuff like that. But yeah. I'm, I'm a bit of a stickler for that kind of stuff. Just like, lol, good peas or whatever. <laughs> but... <laughs> it's like... You know, and I was like, put your phone down and stop texting him about the peas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Talk to him about the peas. Later, no, it's okay? fucking peas. It's every every dinner time. <laughs> every it's... dinner time. All you're doing is is updating that fucking twatter with the fucking peas. But sorry, it's just uh, I just follow this tonight about quality of the peas. <laughs> tell, tell them to shove it up the fucking ass. <laughs> I'd say that's a frequent family argument we have. Well, yeah, well, those are the kind of arguments that people are having now. Yeah, it's just, like, how, how it's, do you deal with it? What is 
postmodern yeah, it's the future right yeah 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 and i don't, I don't understand wait. what you mean about the etiquette though because obviously it's a new thing so we've never we haven't established like set rules and stuff i think you sort of have to learn as you go along i mean like obviously people have learned to never do something too personal on facebook now because everyone reads it yeah I, i've never really kind of uh, liked that I mean, on Facebook, uh, I really don't like adding people. I want my friends. I want my close friends. Yeah. Like, I, I know a lot of people have like 400 friends. And <laughs> like, well, come on. That's crazy. You don't really know all those people. And also, I, I don't really feel comfortable with sharing that information. I mean, I only have people. I have some people on Facebook that I've caught out of politeness because, you know, I, I see them on a, like at work and I th- figure, you know, if I didn't add them, kept ignoring them, they'd, you know, think I was a bit of a dick. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I kind of, I guess what I don't like is uh, I had a lot of people from school kind of, uh, you know, adding me in, in the first, I was like, well, yeah, okay. And then I was thinking, well, you know, you've like never messaged me to say, oh, you know, how's it going? Or even in school, we didn't speak. Yeah, I see. So I kind of like, well, why why do you want to know about my life now? You're just being nervy or what? So, yeah, that's just, that just kind of makes me feel I just think it's bizarre that... Especially when you kind of feel like you've changed as a person. Yeah. And then you get people from, like, nine years ago or whatever, and they're like, you know, oh, hey. <laughs> you know, we once went to school together, and, and I, I, we, never, we, never, we never spoke. The only time, the only time we spoke was when I, when, I, when, I, when, I gave you, when I gave you that award for, for being the least like, likely to kill yourself. <laughs> oh, like, I've borrowed your pencil or something, I don't know. Because yeah. I'm a knob and didn't never brought my own pencils. And I was always the person lending people stuff. Yeah, I I imagine that you just had an absolutely massive tin of pencils. Yeah, I didn't like they just get whittled down over time, and I'd be like, oh, bring it back. Like, yeah, we'll bring it back, and I don't. Or I'm just gonna like absolutely and completely <laughs> change the topic, right? <laughs> yeah. Because uh, you've mentioned a few things. You're saying about like, uh, like postmodernism. Yeah. And uh, before about like beauty and stuff. Yeah. Well, one of the, one of the things that I think. Uh, is a, it's quite a divisive subject. It's kind of contemporary art. Yeah. In that uh, you mentioned Dan before, and when he goes to the Baltic, he's just like, oh, it's all a bunch of shite. <laughs> and he'll just say, like, it's not art. Yeah. And I, I kind of find that really interesting when people say that, like, oh, it's not art. You know, when you... Um, what constitutes is that? Well, that, to me, that, that's kind of like, you can't say that something isn't art because, again, it's opinion, isn't it? Yeah. You know, and uh, what I find really interesting that, if, say, you were to walk into a gallery and there was a picture of a naked woman, yeah, you, you'd just be like, oh, right, yeah. Oh, you mean yeah. like the old-timey oil sort of... Naked... Well, whatever, you know, just any kind of... It wouldn't, like, shock you, would it? Yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, you know, like, whatever, 100 years ago, whatever, with, um, what's his name, like, Gustav Klimt, like, uh, he did, like, pictures of women masturbating and stuff like that, and they were considered kind of shocking at the time. Really? But nowadays... Where, where of, can I find these pictures? <laughs> but, uh, they were at the Liverpool Tate Modern last time I checked, but I doubt they're there now. Anyway, yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh yeah. So I find it interesting that that kind of stuff doesn't provoke conversation anymore, does it? Yeah. You just, just see oh, it and you're like, well, yeah. There's there's like a, a yeah. woman having one, whatever. But <laughs> if you could just t- put like a car, yeah, in the middle of a showroom, yeah. All of a sudden, people are like, whoa, well, that's not art. It's an outrage. And they like... Yeah. See, part that... me really does love that, but... I, I, I like it as well, because I think, right, my personal opinion is that good art 
is always indicative of the era in which we live. Yeah. So I think the art that we have nowadays perfectly uh, reflects the kind of society that we are now. Like, with, especially with postmodernism, a lot of it's kind of ironic and um, it doesn't really mean anything. And like, you know, I was speaking to Olivia about this before because she was studying like modernism. And yeah. modernism is like a movement that really had a purpose. Yeah. Where postmodernism had this kind of, oh, yeah, do whatever you want kind of thing. Hmm. I think that's kind of really interesting. Like, you know, when you look at modernist literature as well, it likes it's, it's, you know, I, I think because it reflected kind of uh, ideas at the time, that's what made it good. Yeah, I think yeah. now, it's interesting though, isn't it? Because when I, a lot of like the novels that are considered to be like particularly good over the last few years deal with the time that isn't now. <laughs> what like, do you mean, uh, like what, like like, um, well, like Ian McEwan's Atonement, for example, right? Oh, right. That was like set in the thirties. That the one that. Um, Sorry, I forget the name of it, but the one that just won the Booker Prize recently was yeah. about, you know, you know, way back when. So that's just, it's just kind of interesting that we often hark back to different times. I think that's one of the cruxes of uh, postmodernism. I think yeah, it's just, exactly. It's, 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 it's been such a useless time in terms of development. <laughs> that is really true, actually, because uh... like it hasn't hasn't been about like uh, developing society or having like a, a, an ideology that everyone follows it's yeah. basically just being about taking the piss out of like other movements yeah exactly or just like going back on ourselves culturally yeah I mean. I, I'd, I'd, um, although I really like the array of opinions and you know the diversity that postmodernism brings I think I, I'd, I'd quite like it if ever um, you know we move on to post postmodernism or whatever <laughs> it's going to be called <laughs> you know with me I'm always going on about how nostalgia really pisses me off. Really? And I th- yeah, well, I have not mentioned this yet. What, you mean like kind of when people hark back to 80s and 60s fashion? Yeah, just like, oh, remember Thundercats? Wasn't that mint? No, it was actually shit. And you just, <laughs> you're just dwelling on the past. That really, and like, the reason I don't like Quentin Tarantino is because he's never really doing anything truly, you know, unique and original with his film. Yeah, but don't you think it's kind of hard to be original nowadays or unique? I mean, like... um I mean, I'd say we kind of reached that apex of creativity quite a while ago, and now it's about like rehashing what's already been done, you know. And like, the only way, you say, uh, you know, we'll say like, uh, you know, that uh, art installation which was literally just a tent, and uh, <laughs> with all of uh, the, the names of this uh, like woman's uh, lovers. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I forgot her name's Erin. Oh and, yeah, yeah. And she did that unmade bed installation as well. Yeah. I mean, even though, again, people will say, oh, it's crap, it's just this, it's that. But, you know, that's kind of all that's left in the realm of creativity, really, when you think about it. Yeah, but I don't know, this doesn't apply so much to arts, it's just to, like, films and books and everything. But I my... think it kind of does. I mean, there's not really... What else can you do? I no, I mean, I mean what I'm going to say. <laughs> Go on. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't yeah, know, just because like, you can't. The thing what I'm about to say can't really apply to art, but like as I was saying, like with Quentin Tarantino and stuff, how he just seems to be playing homages when you know just essentially nicking things. Well, um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That that's kind of because there isn't anything else to do. Like postmodernism is kind of basically, it is just about like you know pastiche and like homages and stuff like that. <coughs> yeah, but what else can you do in film? Yeah, but my opinion is this is well, yeah, this is just my opinion. I think 
I mean, yeah, it's hard, really hard to be original, but I, I think you can at least try. Or maybe, I don't know, be aware that something isn't wholly original, but try and, like, you know, put a different spin on it, tell a different story. Like, you can you can have a film that, like, has all the same, like, conventions of, um, say, like, an action film or something, but it could still be, like, different in its own in the way the story's told, the way, the, I don't know, there's different characters, just different things Ooh, happen. Wow. Yeah, well, I I know I understand what you're saying. Like, yeah. it shouldn't just be a rehash. Yeah. And obviously, that's something that is kind of increasing, isn't it? Like, films are being remade. Uh, you know, more people are just covering old songs. Yeah. Stuff like that. It's just kind of really lazy. But like I said, you know, that's, again, kind of understandable because what else can be done? Yeah, but uh, just uh, people should just at least try. I mean... Well, no, yeah, yeah. I don't think you should blatantly copy what's already been done, but... <laughs> If even if they were to try something new, it wouldn't really be new, would it? Yeah, but I mean, a good example is the film I saw Paranormal Activity. Um, they've they've done. I mean, they've, they did the sort of found footage thing, which has been done a lot. It's quite sort of like a phase at the moment because of obviously Cloverfield and yeah. George A. Romero's shitty Diary of the Dead, which no <laughs> one should watch ever. But like, um, that that is still quite a new sort of technique, and people are trying different things with it, and um. The paranormal activity is obviously. I don't, do you know about it? Or? Yeah, I've I've read up about it, seen the trailer and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, it's obviously just like shot in a couple's room, and that in itself is quite original. I mean, I don't know. It's probably been thought of or done in a, some student short film or something. But um, I think yeah. See, that's it's, it's it felt kind of fresh when I watched it, and it was really refreshing to all the other horror films that, like you say, are either like remakes or just a man yeah. stabbing teens. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't think we always have to. Well, back. also, you know, another part of it is w- when we look at you know commercial television or film or music. Really, you know, a lot of the time, it only reflects what it is people want to hear or see. You know, what I mean, like Hollywood aren't—they're not really going to pump a lot of money into stuff that isn't going to sell very well. Yeah, we'll see. Like it's kind of like kind of like with games, right? Because that's kind of one of the industries that can still be truly creative. Yeah. And um, you know, you find a lot of time, a lot of the time, that like, truly creative games won't sell. And then the problem oh, is. Oh yeah. Oh, like Shadow of the Colossus and all that. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then the problem is, of course, uh, they won't make another game like that because yeah. it doesn't sell. And that's basically basically that's what I'm saying. Like, what's made is indicative of what it is people want to be made. But so you, you're saying that public popular like demand is like remakes of once shitty horror films. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't I mean, get Well, yes. I mean, people, uh, if they go to see them and they grow swell, then obviously they're just going to be pumping that stuff out. I mean, if, say, 8 million people uh, wanted to watch like a documentary about Darwin rather than The X Factor... <laughs> for example, then obviously, like the ITV would have to cater to that, wouldn't they? Yeah. I mean, and that's kind of what it is. If there was like a real appetite for creative and uh, new, uh, you know, types of film or uh, gaming or whatever, then you know, obviously. So it's just the times we live in. Live in. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's kind of the postmodern movement. It's kind of. Ah, uh... oh, it's depressing. <laughs> but I think that that's a that's a good way to end. I've thoroughly depressed you. <laughs> we should have. Well, no, sorry, it's your show. I'm just saying. All right. Well, 
Yeah, well, it's, we should really end on a down now. Yeah, we should. Maybe you should bring up one more subject. And we can yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll bring up one more subject, then we'll uh, round this off. Um, uh, a nice, a nice thing, a nice thing to end on. Um, you've obviously, well, I was trying to remember how long you've been with Levy. Is it three years? Uh, it's a little over two years. A little over two years. Um, so let's just talk about love, lovely love. What's your opinion on love? <laughs> Can't stand it. Ah, <laughs> oh, right. Every doubt. day is a new pain. Yeah. Right and well, that's me done. Yeah, right. <laughs> I've been worse. This is... <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. Uh, what was the question? Sorry. Um, just, just love. <laughs> what, what, what? Are my feelings on it? Um, well, it's <laughs> a pretty crappy question. Well, no, um, I mean, no like yeah. um, uh, you pass. I don't know. Is 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 love a major part in your life? Well, it is now, but I mean, was it? Has it shaped you as a person? Um, uh, is, well, is it, is it yes. I mean, not love directly. I mean, obviously, Olivia uh, has like given me a lot, not just um, you know, in terms of companionship. I think she helped me like get a lot of self confidence back and changed my self image. So uh, you know, yeah. I mean, that's obviously been very uh, beneficial to me <laughs> if you want to weigh up a relationship in that way <laughs> yeah and uh, I, I you know it does kind of mean something because you know obviously when you meet people and you're like oh you know i really like this person you start going out with them and you know it's good but i really do think that when you meet someone that you you know you just know really yeah I think. and i i do kind of know that Levi's going to be the person that i spend the rest of my life with and really? i've never said that oh well, yeah i mean you know other people that i've been with i've been like yeah you know i like him and they're cool. But you couldn't see yourself... Marrying them and spending my life with them, yeah. Oh, that's really and sweet. I, I, I think, um, yeah, I, I mean, I think that's great, because I, I think once you have that, everything else just kind of falls into place. Well, not that I, I believe that love should be the centre of, you know, life or should be the paramount <laughs> uh, principle, yeah. of, you know, that defines what you do, but I just think it's nice to have it, you know? But, I mean, I, I'm not one of those people that has to always be with someone or you know I've never been like that or I felt like I didn't have a girlfriend I wouldn't be like oh I've not got a girlfriend I want to meet someone I wouldn't really be like that I'd just be like well if it happens it happens and that's what I've always believed I don't think you should force it because I think that's when you know you find the wrong person and you go down a not so desirable path in the end and you end up with a psycho that takes you at Christmas well don't worry I've had similar (laughs) girlfriends well yeah on the subject of Christmas she hated Christmas right whenever it came around (laughs) She used to get dead depressed. Oh, right. And she'd be like, oh, it's just another year. You know, get a year older, it's closer to dying. <laughs> it's uh, another uh, year. She and sounds then, amazing. What happened uh, to her? <laughs> another thing, she'd be like, you know, oh, one year older. It's like uh, one year away from my childhood. I wish I could still be a child. And I'd be like, just just open your present, okay? <laughs> uh, this sounded like uh, memorable times. Yes, great times. Yeah. So, yes, I, I think... Um, love is important. Very, it's very nice. Yeah, I mean, again, I guess it depends what you define love as. I mean, lots of people uh, don't define love as that, you know, and obviously from a biological point of view, people just say it's like a chemical attraction and, you know, so I guess everyone has a different... Um, but it is this... interesting though, isn't it, considering we're kind of one of the only like species that, you know, acts in that way. Like yeah. in the animal kingdom, it's, it's kind of somewhat similar with like courtship and stuff. Yeah. Well, or slightly. 
it's not it's not a wise idea to say love is a social construction to someone you intend to go out with like I did. <laughs> <laughs> what did you really say that? I said it to Katie. Oh, I, I bet that was, that was smooth. Yeah, she she loved it, <laughs> especially when we started going out. Because she'd be like, "Oh well, I love you," and you'd be like, "Well." In saying that, I hope you recognise that love is simply a social construction. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's all life. Going? <laughs> it is a social construction. <laughs> that feels like a, a good note to end on. Why, are you just going to cut me off by laughing and then just end? <laughs> Jesus Christ, you won't last very long. I've got, I've got a little ending thing planned. Um, okay, on, thank you for listening to this installment of Words of Friends yeah, uh, we hope you enjoyed it um, and I hope you will like to tune in next time I've been Wes and this has been this week's friend Gary isn't he lovely uh, yeah well, I, I'd just like to say that it's been an honour to be on here Wes and uh, if you invite me back sometime in the future I'd uh, accept yeah we did uh, we did get off track a bit there was quite a few more questions I was meant to ask you but... well another time maybe yeah another time if, okay, if, thank you, Wes. If the listener wants you back, you know. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Anyway, <laughs> until next time, goodbye. See ya.